Yeah, maybe that's the next time instead of going to a castle, we'll go on like a cheese road trip. Ooh, cheese trips. A cheese-inspired <laughs> road trip and go to the best, most ridiculous places to acquire cheese. You're speaking my language. See? I love it. You look nice today. Thanks. I showered. I had to get in front of clients, so I decided to pretend like I'm a whole adult <laughs> and not a toddler. <laughs> Yeah. Gosh, being a toddler is fun. Uh, hi. Mm-hmm. Hi, Allison. How are you? Hi, Matt. I'm so good. Um, How about you? I'm okay. I'm okay. It's, uh, I had a, I'm just having a, like, you know what it is? I think I'm burned out. That's all. Dun, dun, I, dun. I just, yeah, I think that proverbial wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I just, just need a little break. You've slammed into the wall and now you're just sliding down it. <laughs> My spirits are high. My just Good. exhaustion level is also high. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, welcome to ADHD 20. This is a podcast that tries to find the intersection between ADHD, ADHD and, and Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. Two great tastes that taste great together in our mind. And I am also, you spoke of trying new medicines last week. And I am... I'm in the process of trying to convince my doctor to allow me to spend more money on a on a drug that oh. I know works. <laughs> the quest for the perfect cocktail will never be complete. The perfect drug, the perfect drug. My my symptoms have gotten a little bit better. Mm. I have shifted from being awake for a few hours in the middle of the night to awake by around 5 a.m. Okay. So, okay. Still not averaging enough sleep a night, but shifting into so maybe next week we'll move to my normal wake up time of like 6:37. I bet you will. We'll be right with the world. I bet you will. I have discovered much to my chagrin <laughs> that exercise helps. Oh, <sighs> I really wish it wasn't. But it really does. We've been walking and wa- oh, just walking. We've just been walking. I know. I can't. I know I need to. I, I, I know for a fact you are a thousand percent right. Not <sighs> when it is 95 degrees and 80 percent humidity. I, I can't, I, I, I'm unable to can. It was very difficult to get on to the train because it is hot and it makes you itchy and irritated and angry. <laughs> but hateful. yeah, early it makes morning. It makes Yeah, hateful. That's a great word. Hateful hateful but i i know i know it's bad here which means it's real bad where you are mm-hmm. it's okay we've made it to august we made it to august which means next month is september mm-hmm. which means by october maybe we will have some relief in temperatures and then cheese castle and then life gets so much better in the fall and cheese <laughs> We're probably going to cut the entire intro and everybody yeah. this entire episode is going to be like, why do they keep bringing up cheese? Why do we You'll keep... never know. You'll never know just how much we, we love, love cheese. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today on ADHD 20, I was asking Allison what she had prepared some notes. And I said, I can't remember what I'm supposed to remember what we're talking about today. And she said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, which is truly one of the kindest 
things anyone could ever say to me. <laughs> but before we dive into that, yes. you know what we have to do, right? I do, I do, I do. It's time to roll those beautiful D100s for the ADHD 100 table. I'm rolling a lot of even numbers today. 72 is my number. All righty, all righty, all righty, all righty. What aspect of D&D took the longest for you to learn or absorb because of your ADHD? Ooh. Gosh, this, these are great questions, man. These are really great questions. Let's see. Uh, it's still happening for me. The most difficult thing for me to remember are all of the conditions. Just what each of them mean and what yeah, happens when you are... Mm -hmm. Blindness versus stunned versus this versus that versus all of the different conditions that happen in combat or, or elsewhere. I love the advantage-disadvantage system in general. I love that. Um, and I know that a lot of them have to do with advantage and disadvantage, but I feel like those are little things that kind of get into my brain and they're gone. They just yeah. do, not, well, they do not lock in. But our friend... Hi, Fitz. We have to mention Fitz every week. Uh, but Fitz seems to have a just right at the, just ready to go. In your defense, though, they don't always make sense. Mm. So, like, one I always struggle with, I feel like if someone's grappled, you should be rolling with advantage to hit them, right? Because they're held in place, probably by an ally. Yeah. But that's not the case. So there are certain times where if somebody has a condition, you do or don't get advantage that doesn't line up logically yeah yeah so maybe that's it i'm gonna give I'm you sure credit it. where credit's due for the inability to remember some of these <laughs> thank you thank you but yeah that one's <laughs> super tough for me okay how about you roll some dice I, I rolled a 60 60 Ooh. oh who is your favorite maker what does that question even mean people who make minis or oh. dice or uh, rolling trays or notebooks. Or, oh, man. And it doesn't necessarily have to just be in the D&D community, but what Etsy shop or Instagram account or otherwise are you a huge fan of? Yeah. Um, my favorite maker, and this is actually funny because I just reached out to her last week to tell her about this podcast. I uh, found her on Instagram. Uh, her name is Gabby. Her um, handle shop, et cetera, is Maze Designs. Maze. It's M-A-I-S-E Designs. And she makes the most beautiful dice. And she makes these sets, she calls them her nebula sets. So she puts, I don't even know what it is. It's, um, what's the word? It's like, like almost like a shiny, crinkly cellophane inside Ooh. of the dice. Oh. So they look lit from within. Mylar? They are like a little mylar? Yes, that's it. That's okay. the word I'm looking for. Man. So like they just, they have a light inside of them, it feels like. I decided to commission some dice. That's how serious I got about this. I was like, I'm going to pick somebody whose art I admire, reach out and, and ask to own a, a piece of what they do. And she just, she couldn't be more wonderful. I love all of her content. I love everything she designs. And she introduced me to my favorite ADHD account on Instagram called ADHD Light, which is a very funny, it's a meme account. In fact, they posted a meme last week, right after we published the last episode all around object permanence no. and friendship degradation mechanics. Wow. <laughs> so everything always just feels like connected and on par. So Gabby, if you're listening, I love your stuff. I love owning a set of your dice and everybody should go follow her because she's fab. Yay. Yay. ADHD 100. ADHD 100. 
All right. Are you ready to find out what I really Allison am. thinks that we should do today? I really am. I really am very excited. This this could tank so hard. I'm just going to warn you. That's fine. That's- here's the bright idea I had uh, but a few minutes ago. Mm. I'm calling it the potluck episode. Okay. What if I went into all of our old outlines and scraped all of the things we keep forgetting to talk about? Because we do. We have these outlines every single week, and then we get off track and distract ourselves and talk about any and everything else. So what if we kind of give ourselves one more chance to cover some of these topics here on episode 11? Yeah. Let's do it. Right? Let's try it. So what what you're going to do is you're going to roll a D12 for me, and that will dictate what topic we approach first. It's very trusting of you to, oh, to man. let me. Allison, <laughs> I would go anywhere with you. I would jump oh. that train. And in that spirit, I rolled an eight. All right. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. This is so we've we've actually talked about half of this, but okay. we haven't talked about the first half. Okay. Dating with ADHD. Ooh. <laughs> the, the second half is dating party members, which we did approach uh, with Tay, and why yes. prior to our Strahd campaign, I was very strictly no romance in the D and D campaign. Yeah. But yeah, dating with ADHD comes with its own special. I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is, Mm -hmm. especially if the other person doesn't have ADHD Mm -hmm. or is not experienced dealing with people with ADHD. And we're talking specifically dating, right? Dating in the sense of multiple dates or or is it the point where you've been on multiple dates with one person? Do we need a specification there? Mm -mm. Okay. Okay. So I think I would imagine that it would be really amazing to go on a date with us the first date. I think the first date would be really amazing because I think we would be super creative about it. I think mm-hmm. we would go to a fun thing. We would be like very charming and probably a little bit too forward. So we yeah, we might be a little bit too forward. The is emotion. that Yeah. Is that ADHD because I'm always way too forward when I'm interested? Can we blame it on that? I think so because we would get very emotionally there. Impulse control, and then also the excitement and the idea of romance. But I remember, not that I was a dating, dating person. I didn't, you know, the dates that I went on, I did try to, like, who are you? What are you into? What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, you know. So that's the first one. Maybe the second one. Uh, And then you're going to start noticing that we might be late. (laughs) We might actually be late (laughs) on the first date. And then you're going to notice that we're, like, late. And then we'll... We will for maybe forget some things or our moods might come in right to the experience, mm. which will be complicated. Uh, and then you just have to have the patience of Job, right? <laughs> because once you really start to realize, oh, wow, this is somebody with ADHD. And then you have to have patience and you have to have understanding. Mm-hmm. But I would say I'd say the first date. Super chill, super fun. Pretty super cool, great. I would say. Not chill. I don't yeah. know. What do you think? No, not chill for us, but cool. What do you think? It's so funny because, like, as you're 
saying all these things, I'm of course reflecting on, because I've only dated, you and I are very much opposite. Right. You're like the serial monogamist and mm -hmm. I'm like the, I'm going to go on two or three dates and then lose interest. Yeah. And I get crippling anxiety mm. around dating, especially the first date. I hate first dates mm -hmm. because I just, I want to be in that, like I want to be in the comfortable place. I mm. don't want to experience the new thing. It is everything we've talked about on every single episode yeah. before where yeah. All I want is to to find the rhythm and find the groove, which in dating is impossible to do without going through it. Um, and I've never once thought about linking that to my ADHD. I always blamed anxiety for that. I mean, Here we go. Comorbid. Comorbid. <laughs> nice to meet you. Uh, but yeah, interesting. What do you think could change that, help that, or make it a little better than, again, mm -hmm. that's the, that's also it, right? Like the understanding. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I think it'd be kind of lame to... <laughs> to go into a date and say, oh, yeah, I have ADHD. I mean, unless it's unless there's an understanding there, I feel like, yeah. I don't know whether you want to talk about that a whole lot on the first date. Yeah. I honestly yeah. would rather learn more about the person that I'm on the date with than talk about myself. But, but let's erase all that. Let's say that there is that understanding, which is that safe space. Do you think that would change things? Do you think that would, what do you think? How would that affect if only people could see the look on my face right now. It's giving serious no vibes. I, I, and that's so part of this is dating with ADHD. And part of this is dating in 2022. Sure, like, the only way to date seems to be online dating, which I've absolutely just said no yeah. to. I will get on these apps once or twice a year. Be like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out like how can I gamify this experience for yeah. me? How can I find the fun <laughs> bit and pull at that? So what most recently happened to me, I was last on about a month ago, matched with some guys, got to talking, <laughs> and then just lost interest. Like oh, it no. it became work to even reply to them. And and I said to myself, okay. I need to get back off the apps because if I don't even want to do this, so I don't have a good answer to your question. Okay. I think. And that's I and I think that's okay though. That's not the route that I need to take to meet him. So right. uh I'll let you know when I figure it out to right. be continued, to be determined. I love it. Good answer. Good answer. All right. I'm gonna roll a D twelve now unless you wanna keep rolling. Please we'll just roll go back it. and forth Please rolling. Roll yeah. See how many of these we wanna get through. Um, okay, this is a good one too. I rolled big number one. How have our care plans evolved over the years? I mean, I have one now and I never did before, so there's oh. that. Like our personal care plans. I mean, I really am not trying to be flippant, but it started with the diagnosis six, seven years ago for me. It was ignored for a few years. So there's evolution one. Yeah. <laughs> Diagnose yes. and then nothing. Um, and then started the therapy on and off therapy, you know, throughout the years that followed. And then as I've shared, I now went to my primary care doctor and said, I want to I want to collaborate with you on some ways to treat this. Yeah. Um, and this and opening up an open, yeah, opening <laughs> yeah. up a dialogue, a conversation, <laughs> inviting as many people as want to be part of that conversation with us, both for themselves and for ones that they love. And that's what's been fun is getting to know my friends better because yeah. of this, having them get to know me better, yeah. and then getting to know where they're struggling either for themselves or with a fellow loved one has been an excellent, I think, part of my care plan. So yeah. it has evolved. I am very happy to report. I love that. I think mine is, is similar. And I think I've just had maybe a, a few more. Yes, 
I have ADHD. No, I don't have ADHD. <laughs> I have a few more of those in mm -hmm. my life. I think one of the biggest things for me is accepting that, and this was the hardest one for me, I think, accepting that it is a disability. Um, again, because compared to my wife, that word is very different in my mind. But the idea of something that just makes things tougher for me, you know, this week and last week, if I am feeling a burnout and I'm just like, watching myself shut down and I'm like please man like I tried to just you know that 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 stupid uh lawnmower that won't start you're like come on you get you're getting more and more mad because it just won't catch it just won't go mm -hmm. you won't go um yeah yeah <laughs> that the lawnmower of my disability I think that's one thing but also this podcast also the coach for me and that has been just part of a lot of these things that you and I are discovering too which is oh that's why I don't like doing mm -hmm. that oh that's what and and hopefully the idea is that the ball is rolling and I will spend more time instead of fighting and being frustrated and just kind of going Okay, that's totally normal. That's just the way that's the way things work, buddy. Have a workaround. So buy yourself a lawnmower that that is electric or uh, one of those like rotary blade ones instead. Just don't keep messing with that stupid gas-powered pole system, right? Yep. Yep. I think that has been one of my favorite things about the last couple of years in my life has been seeing where the care plan is actually starting to work. Yeah, You and I are both reaching places where we get frustrated or any sort of way, hateful, burnt out, whatever word we're going to use to describe it. <laughs> right. And we finally see through to the other side. We have this moment of, okay, I've been here before. I got through it. I'm allowed to be frustrated. I'm allowed to feel my feelings but I can still keep going. I think about how you and I have both gotten a lot better about advocating for ourselves and what we need and just like asking the question or, you know, can we move somewhere else because I can't sit in this part and be undistracted and just like our little check-ins with each other, like the just more clean, open lines of communication. I was worried that you were mad at me a couple of weeks ago. So instead of brooding about it all weekend long, I said, hey, me. Matt, are you mad at me? Yeah. And I'm, I'm doing that with other friends too. Like if there's moments where I can sense something's about to set off some kind of anxiety trigger in me, I'm not always gracefully, but still learning how to stop in that moment and just say like, here's what I need. Like uh, I was somewhere with somebody and somebody wasn't giving me an answer. Yeah. And I know for a lot of people, a lot of times they'll be like, oh, well, no answer is an answer, but not for me. Like I don't process it. I just need to hear you say yes or no. So like I, like I stopped in the moment and I said, hey, I, I, I didn't get a clear answer from you. If the answer is no, that's fine. But can you answer me? And they did. And I think that that's all proof a care plan is coming together. I say yay to that. And I would give a little call back to the dating question in that <laughs> I think that e even though I am pretty self-conscious about talking about a disability around my wife, man, is she delighted when we go on a date and we sit down to a place and I hear everything in the building. Mm -hmm. And I say, hey, do you guys mind if we move? And mm -hmm. she's like, you could blame it on me that I that she, for some reason, 
can't be in a noisy mm-hmm. place. But, but I was like, I don't need to blame it on you. But yeah, she is so happy. So happy. When I do that, because again, she, she is the one who's going to pick up on that more than I am. You know, he's totally not listening to me because he can't concentrate on what I'm saying in this public place. So mm-hmm. yay, yay to those things. So not to not play with the dice because we all know I love a dice roll. Oh yeah. But you keep kind of opening the door to one of the topics. Let's walk in. Which is, it's actually not a question, it's a statement with some asterisks. ADHD is a disability. Discuss. I feel like you might have some things to say here and I want to give you that platform. Yes. So this is the official definition of disability. A physical or mental condition that limits a person's movements, senses, or activities. I mean, it couldn't be plainer, couldn't be clearer, right? I mean, of mm-hmm. course, that speaks to a person who's deaf, but it absolutely speaks to me. It really mm-hmm. does. ADHD for me has only really been difficult for me when it comes to work. That's just me. It, it may be, it mm-hmm. could be very different for lots of different people, but I'm I notice it more. I am hard on myself because of it when it hits against things I want to do and and need to do to make money or whatever. Work is really the the thing that that points the finger at a disability that I have Mm -hmm. the most. And that's always been the case ever since I was little, schoolwork or or anything. Um, So with that definition, I think it is. I think it absolutely is. And I, th- I know that there are spectrums for any disability, pretty much, right? Spectrums of difficulty and hindrance or limitations, challenges. And I really am grateful that either I have developed the tools to manage as well as I have in my life without knowing about it, or I, I am on a, just a lower end of the spectrum or, or, or anything, you know? But I've had some very amazing people around me in the last five years that have encouraged me to speak of it as such. Because I have been a part of a disability community way before I said, oh, ADHD is my disability, long before that. So Mm -hmm. um, the only thing about it for me is that I have to be very sensitive, right? Because Mm -hmm. I both understand and I have no idea, right? Like I think Mm -hmm. I understand what it's like to have a disability, but I have no idea what it's like to be deaf or have low vision or anything like that. Yeah. I remember once I was talking with somebody about trauma responses Mm -hmm. and I was speaking about something in my past and I said exactly that, but I know so many other people have had it so much worse. Like, so I'm not trying to complain or paint myself as some kind of victim. Yeah. And she was like, that right there is a trauma response, though, convincing convincing yourself that other people have it worse. So therefore, yours is not worthy of speaking up about. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody hears you say, I have ADHD. And yes, that's a disability. And thinks like, oh, he's trying to steal the spotlight, the show being right. you know, better at being disabled <laughs> than his deaf wife. But can you imagine, though? Can you imagine like that has been really difficult for me? I think more and more I'm growing comfortable with that and just saying, look, it doesn't make any of us less mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> it doesn't make any of us less interesting or cool or effective or productive. Yeah. Um, the sensitivity is appreciated. It. Your sensitivity is appreciated. But at the same time, we have to start 
helping people realize this is not just a quirk. This is not just a facet of our personality. There's, you know, so, and and that goes for anything in the mental health umbrella. Um, Right before the show, (laughs) I was trying to fix the internet because we've had problems recently. And uh, I I kind of pinpointed it to a little device that wasn't going well. So of course that meant I had to unplug a bunch of stuff. And that doesn't sound that difficult, Allison. (laughs) Just replacing one, you know, USB Thunderbolt hub with another one that works better. But I was in tears. (laughs) I was in Mm -hmm. tears because it was so frustrating for me. Mm-hmm. Just because I, the time was getting close to meeting with you, and I was just like, why do I do this? Why do I do this? Why do I always have to fiddle and mess with? And I just was like so mad at myself. Just I was saying some awful things. So I need to, I need to apologize to myself later. But You do. I do. But it's tough, man. It's tough sometimes. It's real tough. No, I get it. I was doing the same thing to myself. (laughs) I know that I, I, afternoons are not for me. I am a morning person. Mm -hmm. Now, not lately when I'm underslept, but if I put something off to the end of day, it's not getting done and will get shoved into the next day. And so I had an important client meeting this morning at 930 and beat myself up in much the same near tears way. Yeah. As I sat in front of my computer at seven this morning going, it didn't have to be this way. You could have gotten this done yesterday. You had plenty of time. But there is some black hole void between three and five that my brain just nopes out of everything. So we will apologize to ourselves later, we promise. We will. I promise, (laughs) Matt. I promise. I think your concept of time struggle is more akin to my clutter struggle. Like I like Ooh, my clutter struggle is pretty strong. <laughs> my clutter struggle is real. No, I but I know that people walk into my house and just think, "Oh god, why can't she just get it together?" Mm. And I'm like, "It's not. This isn't I'm not doing this. This is just I don't know. Like I don't know how to get I look at people's houses and there's like everything for a place and a place for yes. everything. And I I don't somebody would have to come into my house, find those places for me <laughs> and, and leave a set of directions so I could get them back there later. I I, I can't look oh at a God. room and think, oh, this goes there. That oh should be God. I can't do that. I cannot I I am I am missing that level of visualization. So Oh man. <laughs> yes. Yes period. Look it. at how productive we're being with our with our never got to list. See, got I thought that this would list. make us both feel good because I'm using the strike through to just yeah. cross things off of our oh, list. And there is beautiful. just nothing more satisfying than that feeling. Do we want to roll any more? Do we want to call it here? Let's see. You want to? Let's do one more. Okay. Here's what we're gonna do. Um, so we will we will drop a little morsel because I think this might be the next uh, episode. Okay. Matt's productivity hacks. So we can each drop one productivity hack today. Okay. okay. And then we will have a whole episode. A whole where episode. Matt can nerd out with us on all of the goodies later if y'all want. Okay. For me, consistently, it is quick capture in, in everything that I do. Like, I know that I use too many tools. I know that I jump from tool after tool too much. But if I don't have a way to get something in my brain into where it needs to go, if you tell me, ooh, let's go, let's go hang out on Sunday at 4, four o'clock, if I don't put that in my calendar, 
instantly, then it's gone. It won't be there. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, dang, I was supposed to. Or a task that is important or a thing to go on the grocery list or this or that. Like, so for me, a quick capture is not just important, I think, for a lot of people, but to find to find those systems in whatever computer you use, whatever phone you use, just to, to be able to not let those things fall from brain onto the floor. I have a keyboard command, command space, and that pulls up a launcher. And that launcher would open up apps, obviously, but command or Spotlight and Spotlight itself built into a Mac. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Windows has something similar, but then you can set it to integrate with your to-do list, set it to integrate with your calendar. And one, one big part of the quick capture for me is if I'm working on this thing, I can't control the brain from going somewhere else, right? That's just what happens. So if I'm working on, if I'm coding right now, but then I have a great idea for the name of your elf character's father, and it just gets in there, then I just go command space and I make a note and I get that note sent to where it needs to go. I don't see it. Mm. I don't open it up. I don't open up an app that I just go blam, go, get out. And then I get Mm -hmm. back to work. Mm -hmm. So I don't forget it. But it's so important to me to be able to capture that really quickly, but not change focus in what I'm mm-hmm. doing, right? So I guess that's the, the, that's the most ADHD part of it, is that if I'm working on one thing and something comes along, I could just so easily be pulled away. So that if I have something that will add an input to another app or another function while I'm in this app, but not take me away, that's vital for me. It's just mm-hmm. 100%. One day with our abundance of free time, mm-hmm. I'm going to get to sit down with you mm-hmm. and have you walk me through commands, these shortcuts, and teach me from I don't know anything up. Yeah. It'll happen. I just know so It'll many happen. things. You do. You do. <laughs> like that. Okay, yours? Yeah. What's your little tip for the... Mine, and, and kind of like you, is always a work in progress, but much like uh, the double cleanse in uh, skincare has risen in popularity mm-hmm. in, in recent years, okay. typically, uh-huh. you wash your face first with an oil-based cleanser to get all the makeup off, and then you cleanse your face and continue with your skincare routine. Okay. This is going somewhere, I promise. Okay. I've learned that I have to do the double list. So I have to write things down on paper with a pen. Uh-huh in order to like get sat some level of like serotonin and satisfaction going, okay. I have to have the handwritten list and then I have to translate that list into a digital system. Interesting. That is how I keep myself accountable. Hmm. And so for many years, I would go back and forth between the two and some weeks I would be analog and some weeks I would be digital. And now I've learned that it helps my brain to see my Monday dashboard daily. And I check in with it in the morning and and get an idea of what the day is going to look like. So I'm looking at things at both a daily and a weekly level easily. Typically speaking, my to-do list is more the daily look and my digital is more the weekly. So it's, these are the nitpicky little things I have to get through today. And then this is the big picture is the digital outlook. Interesting. So I call it my double list, like my double cleanse. Double list. That's pretty great sounding. I also love pen and paper, and I've used it back and forth. I I think, yeah, 
we'll talk about it in our productivity episode. But I, I think <laughs> that is one thing that you could probably help me with, which is the review. Because I've also had that same thing, flip back and forth, the love of paper and then the searchability of digital. Mm-hmm. But if I don't review every day, mm-hmm. then I'm in trouble. I feel like you're better at the end of day review and I'm better at the beginning of day review. Mm. So we just need to help each other with those things because okay. I am terrible about the end of day wrap up. I mean, porque no los dos. I mean, I th- Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Online to manage weekly pen and paper to manage daily I, st- I still notes. yeah post-it <laughs> notes A- Allison what a great idea for uh, a podcast how we knocked off so many things how, how many was it that we ended up talking about productivity in an episode that we were crossing things off a list <gasps> <sighs> that's so meta I love it I love it I love it. Oh, <laughs> there was one. There's one other thing that I felt like we should mention. We do have a Patreon, don't we? And it, for anybody who ever wonders why so many podcasters have Patreon <laughs> accounts that they want you to give them a couple of bucks for, it's just because, strangely enough, podcasting takes a lot of time and energy. It's actually a lot of work. It's really mm-hmm. fun, really fun, but it's a lot of work. So, you know, just throwing a couple of coins is a fun way to support those people that that are working that hard i'm not even including us though we do work hard but you know people that you support they're probably working hard well and the actual currency is very welcome and very helpful yes Mm -hmm. i also look at the community the attention as some kind of social currency as well like we really did start this in the spirit of let's find cool people to chat with yeah. And so that's that was part two of our Let's Start a Patreon was maybe this could help us hear from you more easily, invite you into the dorky little things that we do. So we have some ideas and surprises up our sleeves. Yes, we do. We're working um, on them. Yes. That will be forthcoming via our Patreon. So, yeah, it's hard to self-promote sometimes. Sure is. But good, good on you, Matt. Mm. Good thought. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's really just, it's just, if you can, you know, we'll still love you 100% the same. 1,000% the same. Yeah, thanks for listening. Until next week. Talk to you then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>